This is How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where every week we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, whoa, you never watched Before Midnight? Or, you seriously haven't seen RoboCop? Or, how have you not seen Raising Arizona? Welcome back to How Have You Not Seen. I am your co-host, Carson Betts. And I am your other co-host, Caroline Thompson. This is a film podcast where every week one of us brings one of our favorite movies the other hasn't seen. We talk about it. And we watch the movie. And then we talk about it some more. Hell yeah, this one's going to be so fucking fun. Let's get right into it. Caroline, how have you not seen Raising Arizona? (sighs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm. Um... See, I want to say that the Coens are a rather large blind spot for me, but it's just not true. They just have so many cut they have movies. A lot, and like so many of them are fucking yes. great. Like that's, no, yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, like this has been on the list for forever, mm. obviously. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I really don't have a good... A, a good story behind it. I am just as shocked as you are because I have yeah. gone down some rabbit holes in my day. And the fact that this is never, I've never done this one is pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I would just like to highlight, I have the like the Google search page for raising Arizona pulled up and I just scrolled down and it's got that like people also ask section. And the first question is why is raising Arizona so good? <laughs> Love so that's that. that's what you got that's what you've got to look forward to um all right what do you know about raising arizona can i okay. before we dive into this caroline can mm. i just make a joke take your shot we record these out of order you haven't we haven't said that this season not yet a lot of this not season or has, maybe we have because we have a lot of back halves that's, that's true, true. That's maybe we have so who knows time have. is a construct yeah. um <laughs> I was just going to say, I think like from a producer standpoint, I think it's very funny that so far, most of the answers to the, how have you not seen have been like, I don't know, probably should have. Yeah. You know, we're kind of at that stage of the show of it's just like, look, I know I'm a plebe. Like, I know I'm a plebe. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. All right. (laughs) I know I'm bad at my job of enjoying movies. Movies. (laughs) I Uh, have two jobs and I have a cat and I'm tired, okay? (laughs) Uh, all right. Uh, so what do you know, Caroline, um, about Raising Arizona? So as I mentioned, it is by the Coens. It is yes, correct. by the Coen brothers. Um, it's Nicolas Cage and, and Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand is in it, but she is not the other lead. Oh, she's not the co-lead. Okay. No. Um, and it's like... It's another... I mean, I'll say there are two other big names in this movie, and they're both... Co- like Cohen people, like John you're Turturro? to lose your shit. No, John Turturro's not one of them. John Goodman. Yeah, that's one of them. Okay, okay. And then who's the female lead? The female lead. Who's a Cohen? Is she like a frequent Cohen collaborator? Not frequent, but she's been in a few. Tell me, Third... it's Holly Hunter. Yeah, it's Holly Hunter. Yes! Third Hell season yeah, in a row, baby. Ah! Woo, Holly. 
We love you, Holly. Um, We love you, Holly. She's great. Yes, we do. We love you, Holly, and we'll be true. Um, (laughs) Take a shot. We are also insufferable theater kids. Um, (laughs) And it's like, I mean, they steal a baby, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, they steal a few babies. Oh, a few babies. Yeah. Wait, shit. Okay, is this a dingo ate my baby? Is this me no. a dingo ate my baby? <laughs> oh, okay. It'd be ridiculous. Wait, what's that from? Um, isn't that fucking a uh uh Isn't that Kangaroo know. Jack? Yeah, or something no, like that. No, it is not Kangaroo know. Jack. I don't know. Um <laughs> This is gone up. Hold for please. Real. Look it. Hold please, hold please. My my brain goofed a little dingo. bit. Ate my baby. baby. Um, Here's the thing is that as soon as we said Holly Hunter, the only thing immediately popped in my head is, ooh, I look just like Holly Hunter. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I don't know why, but it was like so clear. Uh, Fucking Rivers Rivers voice in my head. Um, Wait, a a dingo ate my baby is just like a real, like, that was someone's defense in a murder trial. <laughs> what? Yes, that's, no, I'm seeing that now. That's but not from apparently, but apparent, apparently, it uh, was also a Seinfeld thing. Oh, like Seinfeld uh, then riffed on it. Sure, sure. Which is like you're telling maybe me that's a little insensitive, in... but whatever. I guess. Anyway. All right. Uh, what else? Do you know anything else about raising Arizona? I mean, it's it's it is like in Arizona, like it's a very like dry, deserty film right very like yeah. uh yeah very very southwest vibes mm-hmm. i wouldn't say vibes i don't know the vibes are the right word for it but yeah sure cool well i mean that's 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 really all i know okay fantastic if that's all you know we're gonna move on to our game for the week we're gonna be doing an oldie but a goodie the untitled letterboxed game oh, uh yeah. if you are unfamiliar uh this is a game in which i go into the uh um movie social media platform letterboxd go follow us on there each of us individually we have good takes uh and i look at like very low star rated reviews for the movie we're talking about and then two other movies i'm going to tell i'm going to read caroline those reviews and she's going to try and guess which uh which one of those reviews correlates to this movie raising arizona and she gets bonus points if she guesses the other two movies are you ready Oh, of course. Very Hell, yeah. All right, let's go. <clears throat> All right, this is a star and a half. I think this is the highest rated review I've ever done in this game. Star and a half. So are we supposed to root for and sympathize with name of character? A man whose parenting skills are so bad that his kid literally is almost killed half a dozen times in an hour and 30 minute film. Okay. Number two, this is a half-star review. I see the gorgeous photography, sharp writing, and competent directing. I realize that I cannot impose my own morality on a movie. Kidnapping toddlers is not and never should be a laughing matter. Okay, well, see, that one's a little too obvious, but go on. Number three, half-star. Why in the fuck does this movie have so many connections to Bratz 2007? To Brass? Bratz, B-R-A-T-Z. Bratz, like the film based off of the the doll. The doll line, the yes. big-headed dolls. Yes, the big-headed, big-eye dolls. Um, she's deep in thought. I am. 
mean, I'm just trying to think of. What are other films where a father almost lets his kid get killed a bunch of times and also um, and also another one where they kidnap babies? But okay, I have guesses. All right. I'm going to say that the third review, why does this have so much in common with Bratz, is Raising Arizona. Okay. And for the other two, I'm going to guess that the first one um that is uh like am i really supposed to like empathize with this person i am going to say um i'm going to say the vigo mortensen film the road oh and for the kidnapping babies i am torn between two I'm going to say for number two, it's Pan's Labyrinth. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. This one was really hard. I made a hard one. You really should have followed your gut instinct because that second one, that is Raising Arizona. Oh, fuck. I was like, damn. I was like, this one is almost too obvious, but maybe that'll throw her off the scent. It did. Uh, the first one, why are we supposed to root for and sympathize with Chaz is Rugrats in Paris, the movie. Oh, fair. And the third one is Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Incredible. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, point of clarification. Good guesses, does, Carson, does Carson get a point since he tricked you? I don't know. I don't. I think it's just that she doesn't get a point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Great. it's so the lack of a historic. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Perfect. Just we making need sure. to convene a Congress of the three of us sometime. It really happens. <laughs> Congress. <laughs> Call forth. All right. Well, uh, let's let's go watch the movie. I'm excited. Me too. This one rules. All right. See ya when we come back. Well, <laughs> I love Holly Hunter. She is incredible. And she's so, we talked about this a little bit earlier today. She's so fucking cute in this movie. Yes. She's so cute. And like, you know, she's a cop, but like, I'd marry her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, like, it kind of does the work of making Nick Cage. Like, you just, I'm like, yeah, no, I get you, Nick Cage. I, I'd, I'd fall in love with Holly yeah. Hunter too. I'm like just from seeing her when she's taking a fucking shot of you. Uh, all right, Caroline, raising Arizona. What do you think? Okay. Okay. Um. So, I mean, this movie is a fucking delight. Mm. It's like, is the entirety of this movie just like, what if it's like, what if it's a bunch of like kooky working class people in the southwest mm -hmm. and the MacGuffin's a baby yeah is there anything deeper going on here really no okay great no i don't because so. i was trying to like develop some sort of a no, take I, as I, you're watching no, this no i really don't think so 
And, you know, and it is that thing of just, like, you know, like, obviously there's, like, a little something deeper in terms of just, like, the, like, the thematic. Like, it's about, you know, just, like, the the universal, like, truth of, like, family and love and just, like, wanting to, you know, like, there's all that there. But, like, I kept trying to be, like, what are they trying to say with this? And it just really felt like they had a really cute idea. Mm -hmm. And was just, like, what if a baby's a MacGuffin and everybody just keeps falling in love with the baby? I I believe, if I remember correctly, that, like, I think literally the reason they did this movie... Let me double check. I don't want to sound stupid. I have the Wikipedia page. Sounds stupid. Whatever. I'm pretty sure... That, like, the stated reason for doing this movie was, like, look, we did Blood Simple. That was a bummer. Let's do a fun movie where they <laughs> rob a baby. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? And, like, and they wrote the script and were, like, yeah, let's do it. And, and yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, we did Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou already. And I, I do think that, I mean, look, there's a lot of Coen Brothers movies that are just, you can lay them out where it's just, like, folksy, bunch of folksy people from like a particular part of America and there's some kind of thing that happens to him and it involves crime and and but like not not like sad real crime like fun goofy crime and like (laughs) and like that is uh one of my favorite genres is fun goofy crime apparently yeah no I yeah I don't I know you're correct I don't think there's like a too horribly much to this thing other than other than it's just a good fucking time. It's just a good fucking time. And there's and there's a lot of heart to it, you know? Oh, there's so much heart. Yeah. I mean, like, I think... I think this is my favorite cage. And I yeah. I just made you do Moonstruck a couple yeah. weeks ago. And yeah. I really like Moonstruck Cage. But I think this yeah. might be my favorite I, cage. I was thinking, as I rewatched it, I was thinking the same thing. Where I was like, fuck, can I... Can I think of a better Nick Cage role than this? Because it's the fucking... It's the... Uh, one, just the opening narration. The first eight minutes of the movie oh, are incredible. Fucking, yeah. Are so cool. And Christine. then like, oh yes, yes. And then, and then it gets to the title card. Yeah, which like great prologue sets everything up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Of like, just you get the main characters, you get everything that's going on, and then but once it got to the actual baby stealing scene, that was the moment which I was like, fuck, is this the best work that Cage has ever? Yeah. Like, just the cartoonishness of it, the physical acting, the faces he makes. Like, it's so good. Um, right, and I mean, it is just something of, like, I don't know, like, the jinx in this thing are so high. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. just him, like, like all of the babies just, like, mm-hmm. crawling around and him having to, like, very, very, uh, like, very quickly and very, like, forcefully stop mm-hmm. them from doing whatever insane thing they're about to do, but, they, but he also has to be fucking silent mm-hmm. because the parents are downstairs yep. it's bugs bunny it's a fucking bugs bunny routine of like you can almost see i mean the way he's moving you can almost see his arms stretching out a little bit too long to like scoop up two right. babies and then like put them back in the you know like it's a fucking it's a complete routine and that i mean god just the like this movie does it feels we say i say it all the time at least with this show it does there, there's and you can you gotta say it with the early Coens is that there's like a big early Raimi element to this too of just like the the kind of cartoonishness of everything going on yes and the like really immediate setup payoffs and then also the how the context of everything is heightened because like <laughs> it's like everything just is the most extreme version of itself that could be that it's like not just that they're stealing a baby it's that they're stealing one of five babies who are all sitting in one big crib and all have each of their names written over them and the thing too is like it's really fun because like it almost makes sense yes yes 
this close. Like, yeah. like it is one of those things where it's like you understand from that prologue how like Cage, who is the dumbest criminal in the universe, mm-hmm. with the with the with the heart of gold, mm-hmm. and like Holly Hunter, who's just like trying, just the folksiest little 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 Holly Hunter that ever done did exist. You can understand how like they are just carving out their own little corner just, yeah. just being their their own yep. happiness like doing the whole thing and like you know it is it is it is devastating to them when they find out that they can't have a baby and even mm-hmm. though it's like told mostly through narration via a prologue it's still like you care enough about these characters that that like impacts you and you're like oh man what a fucking bummer like these people are like i like these people i yeah. know i've only heard i've only known them for four minutes and it's all been over dialogue but like, mm-hmm. i like these people yeah. And you almost, you yeah. almost are like, yeah, fuck it. They have five babies. Yeah. Like, you can take one. What? This rich guy needs five fucking babies? No way. Like, yeah. Absolutely not. Like, like, and you guys, you can't adopt because yeah. even though Cage has That's, like, yeah. like, it's a fucking bummer. Mm-hmm. And you get, you see how like, like it's just, it's just, it's just, they, they, this movie sells itself mm-hmm. very well. Yeah, the not adopting thing, just the quickness of, like, when you get the joke of, like, I mean, I did a lot of bad stuff, but she's a cop, so basically even that, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I think it's even, but, you know, yeah, it's like, that's uh, it's so good, I mean, yeah, you explain that away, and then, yeah, I mean, this thing is just so, and it, it's so lean, and it's so concerned with just doing visual gags, and, and having a fun time, and being full of heart, that we don't, like, the, the plot, as much as there actually is kind of, like, a good amount of to this movie there's like a weird number of characters what you start out with those two individuals and you kind of feel like oh this right movie's just them and then it's it unfolds and unfolds and unfolds and unfolds to the point where there's like basically a subplot of a motorcycle riding murder man who's like <laughs> coming to get you and that's like really only important in like three scenes in the movie you know um but yeah it's just it yeah the visual storytelling is so effective that it's like we don't yourself down with anything yeah. to yeah it's, i mean it's a very good caper it's a very yeah. it is it is a very yes. fun like you know out of the frying pan into the fryer each yep. time or into the fire rather like the uh what's his face says into the out of the oh no i'm thinking of everything sorry sorry keep yeah, going I'm, no. thinking of a, I'm thinking of a different movie we're talking about <laughs> in like two weeks so. yes i know exactly what you're yeah about. yeah you um, know that line yeah yes um but it's it's that whole thing of like um you know, it's like just like his dumb friends, mm-hmm. like like his dumb friends, like are just there to to like because they just got out of jail. They don't really know what to do. They're just kind of fucking around. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and it's like, oh, like we'll get back at them by like taking the super valuable baby. And they fall in love with the fucking baby. baby. Yeah, like, and then in order to, and then in order to, and then they keep leaving in places. Yeah. And and they uh, in the middle of the road, in the middle of the fucking road, which is. And it's just, I don't know, just the whole bit where they, um, where it's like, it's like, so then they have to rob a bank mm-hmm. in order to like pay to have to like keep the baby, to like provide for the baby. But then they have like the ink packs that blow up. And I mean, it's just, it's just very, very good. It is very enjoyable, like just a bunch of like kind hearted, well meaning idiots. Yeah. Kind hearted, well meaning idiots. Yeah. Which, which is really fun. Is the Cohen specialty that is. That's yes. the Fargo thing. That's the O'Brother thing. It's something that, like, I kind of... I mean, look, Hail Caesar was basically that, too, and audiences said, ah, I don't know. Yeah. But I fucking love 
Hail Caesar. It's well, yeah, and too. I mean, I mean, but Hail Caesar though, Hail Caesar is very like inside baseball of like film that's history. That's true. That's true. It's like yeah. when you know everything about like the Red Scare in Hollywood yeah. and like the blacklists and everything. Like, if you don't, if you don't know what the fuck. If you don't know any of that history, like, Hail Caesar is, like... Like, it's cute that Channing Tatum, like, goes down to, like, a Russian U-boat, but, like... Yeah. Like, it is, it um, is like, it, it's cute if you don't know what that is, but, like, it makes absolutely no fucking sense if you don't know that, like, specific bit of film history. But come on, that the reveal is that... I mean, I mean I, yeah, I guess you're right, that if you're not into the... <laughs> The history of the Red Scare. That, like, George Clooney calling people and being like, I don't know, these communist guys, they're talking a lot of sense. I don't really understand what they're <laughs> saying, because I'm not really, like, picking up on a lot of it, but, like, they're they're saying a lot of cool stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah, oh, God. I mean, Cage is fantastic. We just... They do frequently, I mean, the Coens, they're heroes in these movies. It is, it's, it's Clooney, or it's, you know, it's McDormand and, uh... Fargo. In Fargo, yeah. That like they I mean actually McDormand's maybe an outlier. She's the most competent of any of the like Cohen protagonists, maybe. Sure. Yeah. But, but she like, is very simple and folksy. But she's very simple and folksy yeah. and very well meaning in the way that they usually are. That like yeah, that like I don't know, that Cage's I just love the way that he's written that it, it's not like he is stupid. He is simple. He is not an intelligent, a particularly intelligent or particularly you know, for most certain, for both are complex man, but that his, like, his tragic flaw is not any of that. His tragic flaw is he just loves the lifestyle of a criminal. Like, he just, right, he just loves robbing. He shit. just loves robbing shit, and he feels he. My favorite, I again, the scene where he's um, uh, stealing the babies is obviously the first time that I'm just like, oh shit, is this the best cave rule? And then the thing that really cements it for me is he has the line later on about how he comes from a long. You know, she's, Holly Hunter's basically being like, don't fucking stop being a criminal. And he's like, I come from a long line of frontiersmen and outdoors types. <laughs> and like the, yeah, I don't know. That's that's both, I think, very telling the character and also just the Coen brothers thing of like this conflation of like Western criminality and sort of, you know, just the history of poverty in America, you know, it's like, yeah. I, there's, there's like this weird nobility to this like degenerate idiocy, you know, like in, in this movie in particular, but I think in all of those ones we're talking about, you know, that's in yeah. her brother too, you know? Um, but Holly Hunter talking about that. Oh, I mean, yeah. she is perfect. Um, if it weren't for broadcast news, this would probably be my favorite hunter. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it, it's very good. And I mean, God, both of them have just such a grasp on, like, playing the absurdity and playing, like, kind of, like, the simplicity and, like, like bumbliness of these characters mm -hmm. in 100% straight mm -hmm. to a way that becomes fucking hysterical. Yeah. Like... Like, when he, like, comes back out and mm -hmm. she's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And mm -hmm. he's like, I was gonna get it, but it's really hard. And, he, and she's like, no, fuck, shut the fuck up. Like, get back in there and get me that baby. And she just rolls up yeah. the window. So she's playing it, like, 100% straight. Like, she's not, like, doing a, like, there. there's nothing winky about either of their performances, but especially about Holly's. And it's just 
so good yeah. and so much fun. And like the scene when she's like, like right after he's robbed the, um, the convenience store and she's driving and they're having the big argument. And then he's just like, Oh honey, you're going to want to turn right here. And then they just like start yelling at each other. It's just, it's hysterical. The escalation of that scene in particular is like, so it's super fun. It's so good. It's super fun. And, and she just plays it so, so, so earnestly. Um, in a way that's like really refreshing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She's just, she's fucking great. She, I don't know that you, that you can have an actor that plays that. Yeah. And broadcast news and like, <laughs> just like fucking succession. And she's yeah. High power. You know, like great all in the those yeah. things fall under the umbrella of Holly Hunter. Ju- the Batman versus Superman. Dog yeah. Oh my God. You know, she drinks grandma's peach tea or you can't tell her. I forget exactly how that bit goes. I just, I fuck Zack Snyder. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got that on me at least. Okay. But, is hmm. it a jar of piss? Yeah. Like, but is it literally? Yes. Like did Jesse Eisenberg pee in a, jar and put it on her and put it on the fucking like podium at congress i don't think that he i don't think that he peed in a jar i think that he had someone pee in a jar because he's rich fair but i do think it's piss we digress we digress i do i want to go on the record and say that i do think it's piss i do um yeah cage is great and this i mean this entire I mean Goodman, obviously, but like this entire movie. I mean, is Goodman just, and McDormand, yeah. like are great. That can we talk about that scene? The scene where McDormand and uh, uh, Sam McMurray when they show up. show up. Yeah, when yeah. they the whole one the I just love I love 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 the transition of him telling um, the two guys to get out of the house, and then it just the cut is that it goes to him putting on the shoe with the shoehorn and just. The costuming in that scene, I adore. I think it's so fucking perfect because it's like, it's not that they're well dressed or nice. It's that they're like they're, they're not they're not well dressed, no. but they are dressed well. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, correct. Like the no, costumers, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're but they're they're trying and just like seeing how like out of you know just because Nick Cage's hair in this fucking movie is incredible, incredible too, and just like but just seeing his hair being like tan down just like it looks as though he just restrained it down with pomade you know and the like very like it looks very 70s like the kind of the, the cardigan and the sweater vests and the clash and colors and all that shit like it it's so good and then the one the reveal of all the children and how much chaos they're inflicting and then the escalation to just Glenn telling him that they're swingers. Him just being like, yeah, my wife's taking a shine to you. No, I know. Yeah, and like, just, and that the, the fucking, the, the performance that fucking McDormand gives in this movie. Like, <laughs> like just how stuffy she is and how that, that immediately leading into the fact that they're swingers is, is just in itself funny. That you see, like, there's so much shit in this movie that is just contextually funny in that way, you know? Right. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so good. Ah, oh, fucking what else? That's the problem. This is one of those movies I did watch, and I'm like, I gotta move on. It's just it's so just good. good. It's, it's just good, and yeah. there's bits. It's just good, and there's bits. Um, I like all their names. I like that his name is High. Sometimes they call him High, and sometimes they call him H.I. Yeah. And then the reveal that his real first name is Herbert. Yeah. 
Oh. So good. Her name is Edwina Ed, and they have, and during the McDonald's Yeah, we're going to call scene, him Ed Jr. Yeah, we're going to call, well, and first it's, she tells, oh, well, he's Jr. Uh, yeah, uh, H.I. Jr. And then he goes, yeah, Ed Jr. Ed's a girl's name. Well, no, like Edward, like, Ed, we just like the name. It's, oh, uh, it's so good. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's so good. What the fuck else? What are you talking about in this movie? It's just bits. No, I mean, it is. It is. And I mean, it is just really, really, really just excellent, like, Mm -hmm. low stakes overall, very high stakes for the character comedy, which I find to be very funny. Like, it's like, he, like, like, the fact that, like, Nick Cage keeps having to go back to the diaper. Yeah. Like yeah. in the chase scene. Yeah. It's like you could just like get away at this moment and then go get diapers, like yeah. go rob another place for diapers like in yep. 20 minutes. But it's like the fact that they just keep going back. Yeah, that they, they juggle. They juggle he needs to get the diapers. Um <laughs> he needs to get the diapers. The cops are after him. The fucking uh the store clerk is still after him the entire time. He pisses off one dog who pisses off another dog, and then like later you see an entire crowd of dogs, and it's like, oh well now every dog in the neighborhood is. And like, yeah, just I don't know. It's it's so good and it's so funny. Yeah, yeah and I was surprised too how much of that that specific sequence that like I had seen, like how iconic that mm-hmm. bit has become in terms of just like I don't know, in my years and years and years of just, like, watching content about films, like, yeah. how much of that sequence I had seen um, in places, because, it, I mean, it is just, it's really fucking good. It's, yeah, it's, that's really good. The, we, we do need to talk about, what is his name? I do need to look up the name of the fucking, Leonard Smalls. The reveal of his name is Leonard Smalls. That's funny. Yeah. This guy's name is Leonard. I fucking, his costuming is incredible. The way that guy looks. It is the most insane thing I've ever seen. It's it's wild. But he has grenades on his jacket. Yes. Just the the joke of how he has a particular, like, a particular hatred for like innocent things. And he's fucking he's shooting like, bunnies yeah. and setting flowers on fire. And his very presence like makes things die. You know, like it's incredible. Um, and like his whole scene with um Arizona with Nathan Senior, like that's good. Like I kind of like that. I don't know. I I think that there's a version where it's like a, he hires the guy. Oh yeah, and then it becomes a little bit too simple. Like that was kind of you know that's you kind of almost expect any movie like this in which they inter- they introduce a about another character. It's like oh well that was right set up. And it's no, it's just this guy exists. His name is Leonard Smalls. His mother never loved him. And he roams the streets looking for trouble. And like he just so happens to be a tracker who gets himself engaged in this. Right. And like the first scene, the first scene that he's in where he's talking with, um, where he's talking with Nathan, really has big Quint in Jaws vibes. Yeah. Because he like leans back and like puts his feet up and he's just like, like I can get, like I can do the fucking thing. I'll do what all these other pieces are like too afraid to fucking Mm -hmm. do. Which is like insane because it's this biker with all of these grenades like looking for a fucking baby. It's like, it is the exact opposite (laughs) of Quint from Jaws of like this simple like Mm -hmm. seeming fisherman like going after like the most horrifying monster but it's played with the same exact amount of like stakes and like import of like 
this like psychopath like yeah. strapped to the gills with fucking explosives and, like needs to go like find a baby he looks like that and nathan arizona is still just like i don't know what you're doing in my office like oh what's going on here and meanwhile this guy's got like five guns on him and 15 knives and his beard is stained with blood and he's like yeah and also that his his whole speech is just economics <laughs> he's just implying that he's like well, i'm gonna fucking get your baby i'm just gonna sell it if you, i will sell your child if you don't want to buy it from me oh is uh very very good yeah this is i mean i don't know i i, I rewatched this movie and then i immediately told you it's just like you're gonna fucking love this thing and it's yeah i don't know it's very good no yeah yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed oh, this god i mean what the I mean, I like, it's going to be a short episode, I can just tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, fucking, the ending is so sweet and very odd, but just perfect. Why do you think it's odd? uh, I'm just curious. It's odd because the entire movie, it's not odd in in a way that, like, is, you know, that is out of step with the movie. It's just that, like, that the movie ends, that this is essentially a comedic crime caper and that it ends with a contemplative dream that Nicolas Cage has about how maybe someday he'll be a good father. Yeah. Maybe. Like, maybe. And, like, I mean, it's weird because it both works on two levels. It, it is kind of the um, the stereotypical, like, end of the high school movie where it's, like, everybody freeze frames and then you see the, like, fucking, this is where they are now, you mm-hmm. know, like, written out. It does that where, you know, he's just, like, in this, my two buddies, they go back to jail because they just can't cut it on the outside, you know, whatever. But... But yeah, also it's just really fucking sweet. It's just so nice, you yeah. know, that they're just like one day, maybe not in Arizona, but one day. Maybe, maybe in Utah. Maybe in Utah, <laughs> yeah. We'll be we'll not only be parents, but we'll be good parents and we'll kind of leave all of this bullshit behind. You yeah. know, is it's just so nice. And um yeah, it's a good one. No, it is. And I mean, like, I don't know, like I feel like there is Probably some kind of deeper, like, American dreamy, you know, mm-hmm. like, cultural well, takedown that's yeah. going on. It's super, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but, like, that very last image is, like, fucking Norman Rockwell as shit. Yeah, Like, that's, exactly. the entire movie is kind of operating on this, like, I said it with the costumes and the McDormand scene. It's, it's this kind of, like, skewed version of, like, 50s, 60s. Yeah. You know, like nuclear family shit, but like, yeah, it's also I, just a fucking blast. It's just so good. It's just so fun. It's a great time. It's one of those that like people haven't seen Raising Arizona. I, I feel like the name almost is so iconic that like everyone I talk to, like anytime I mention this movie, people are generally like, "Oh, I know, I've heard of that. What is that? I don't know what that is." Yeah, and I am always just like, "It's a blast. You should watch it." Like, it's yeah, hundred so percent. Like, yeah. Like, there's not much to it other than it's just, it's fucking fun and inventive and it's cool, you know? Like, but I don't know. I think, I don't know. Fuck, is that? I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we did our time. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, I have no, like, hot I mean, takes about raising Arizona. Look, I mean, this is going to be, like, weirdly enough, yeah. of some of the films that we've done this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I brought Broadcast News, yes. which is another Holly Hunter film. Yeah. But, like, between, like, broadcast news and When Harry Met Sally and this, I, like, 
2022 has like really beefed up my like I need an enjoyable comfort movie. Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. am I gonna put on? Yeah. And I mean, like, this is just like such a enjoyable, sweet little film that yeah. just like I think that this is one that like I will want to uh like just cuddle up with some tea and a blanket and just like watch this in like the weird watch, way that watch it is. Nicholas Cage steal a baby. <laughs> Nicholas Cage steal a baby, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, fantastic. All right, well. Uh, Corey, our friend, our producer, would you like to tell fine folks at home uh, where they can find a little bit more about this podcast? If you like what you hear, please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Leaving a review also really helps out the visibility of the show. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, all at Pod. A special thank you to our newest patrons. If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. We have multiple levels, all with their own perks, ranging from $1 to $25 a month. Uh, if you're interested in hearing more, please head over to patreon.com slash pod. Oh, all right, Caroline. Yes. What are we doing next time? What are we doing next time? Well, as we all Not know- another Nicolas Cage movie, right? No, no, okay. not another Nicolas Cage movie. Um, not that, that we've done two already this season. Yeah, um, we are sticking with like the southwesty <laughs> desert kind of theme um, next week, um, and uh, we are going to do um, next week. We are doing the Robert Rodriguez film. Written by Quentin Tarantino. Spy Kids 2. I wish. God, could you imagine (laughs) if Quentin Tarantino wrote Spy Kids 2? He should write Spy Kids 4. He should write Spy Kids 4. Um, No, the film we are doing next week is From Dusk Till Dawn. Exciting. Yeah, so um, I'm super excited. It is a fucking wild-ass ride. You are not ready for what you're about to see, but... um, I don't think I am. I don't think you are. I don't think I am. Um, It is fucking insane, and it is... It, I promise it will not be at all what you think it's going to be. But um, with that being said, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, check us out on Patreon because we're doing a lot of cool stuff right now. Um, and we will see you next week when we talk from dusk till dawn. See you next time. <laughs>